0: Hey everybody, this is Or Purcell, it is Monday, October 7th, and uh, this is going to be episode 226 of Making Movies is Hard with a uh, special guest, Eduardo Castrillo. Uh, he's a really fantastic guest, and just, I mean, my god, this man has made... Six feature films in the last, uh, I think, six years or something. Basically, in the same amount of time that I've been making the alternate, he's made like four or five features. And uh, I think his first feature was made like right around the time I was making my first short film. So he's really got it done, made it happen. Um, you know, he's got a lot, he gives us a lot of insights onto his process and how he's able to make these films, um, and some great stories as well. But before we get into that, I just wanted to thank everybody who supported the alternate uh, crowdfunding campaign on Seed&Spark this last week. We had a phenomenal first three, three days. Um, we really killed it. It's pretty amazing. We are really close to clearing our 25% goal right now, which is awesome. I'm sure we'll do that today. But what we really need to do is get to our 30% goal, um, which is about $1,200 more than what we have now. And when that happens, we will release the teaser trailer for The Alternate, the full two-minute teaser trailer, which is just a scene from the movie. And uh, I really can't wait to share that with everybody, but I can't share it until we hit that goal. So... Please, uh, you know, if you haven't contributed yet, please contribute. If you have contributed, tell a friend. If if about, I guess, what's the math here? So let's say 200 of you guys gave $25. What would that be? That would be quite a bit, I think. Quick math. I think that's, is that $5,000? So we don't even need that much right now. I mean, we of course we do. But uh, we really just need 1,200. So whatever you guys can do to make that, help us make that happen um, as soon as possible. Uh, hopefully by the end of the week, you know. I'd love to have this come out um, as soon as possible for everyone to see. That'd be great. Um, but uh, again, thank you to everybody. We had 52 supporters the first week or so, which is amazing. Thank you so much for everyone uh, who came out to contribute to the film. We're doing a big event on Friday, October 11th um, in Atherton on the set we're going to shoot the film so please come out to that if you're uh free or available we're 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 doing tickets at ten dollars for non seed and spark contributors and for um you know people who just want to come and support so yeah hope to see you there all that money is going directly to the movie and um i might even drop it right into the the seed and spark or i might just um you know add it to the budget not sure yet but anyways um yeah hope to see you guys there on friday i'll be there a bunch of the crew will be there and uh, yeah, it'd be great to see you. So thanks again for everything. And yeah, I hope you enjoy the episode 226 with Eduardo Castrillo. Welcome to Making Movies is Hard, a podcast about the everyday struggles of being an independent filmmaker. I'm Mark Vassell.
1: I'm Liz Manichel.
0: This week, we are very excited to welcome writer, director, actor, producer, and everything else, Edward Castrillo, to the show. Welcome, Eduardo. Thank you for having me. And I probably like butchered your last name. How do you say it? What? Castrillo? Castrillo? Okay. So I was pretty close. Yeah. No nice. worries.
2: <laughs> no worries. Um,
0: so just a little tiny little short story. Eduardo and I actually met in person probably like three or four years ago at the first ever San Francisco Comic-Con. Um, I was there, uh, in my Starfleet uniform, uh, representing, <laughs> and, uh, I was there cause uh, one of my short films, actually two of my short films are playing at the film festival and, um, yeah, it was really fun. And Eduardo was there promoting his films and doing his thing. And it was really, I was like so, so stoked to meet him because he's like a Bay area filmmaker who had made multiple features and I didn't know that that existed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, there's, there's a few of us out there. It's, oh yeah, yeah. I I could probably introduce you to some. Um, but nice. They do exist.
0: Yeah, they've made more than one or two. <laughs>
2: yes, I mean, really? Um, you know, wow, they, there, you there is. There, you know that saying. Um, there's a lot of first-time filmmakers, not a lot of right. second-time.
0: <laughs> I, I know a lot of first-time uh, – or, or f- people who have directed one feature. I know yeah. a lot of those. I don't know a lot who have made more than, like, <laughs> one. Right. And then less that have made more – like, way few that have made more than two. Right. You know, so. right.
1: And, Eduardo, you and I made our first feature the same year, and then I just wrapped my second feature, and you just wrapped your sixth feature. So I'm just saying like oh my god you're amazing is what I want to say.
2: <laughs> uh believe me I I probably should have <laughs> took that break as well.
1: <laughs> no, no no no, I, it's not like a I didn't choose this break. No, no <laughs> like...
2: no, I hear you.
0: <laughs> it's just that's the time it's taken Liz to make her second yeah. movie and you in that same amount of time have made five more.
1: Please so... tell me how. Tell <laughs> us all how you did it. There's this.
0: no no breaks being taken. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: so I have no social life whatsoever. So that's that's the secret.
1: <laughs> is that true? Wait, are you saying that as a joke or is it true?
2: Uh, you know, it's somewhat. Um, to answer one of your questions I had saw on the outline, I don't know if people are supposed to know that there's an outline. But, oh. um, <laughs> but just ahead. to answer, um, <laughs> I work multiple jobs. And I have my day job and then I have my night job. And then, oh, wow. And last year, I had three jobs. So I had to finally leave one once I didn't need it anymore. But yeah, I I, I just work a lot. And then I, uh, you know, one of the jobs I can pay all my bills and do everything like that. And then the second job I get to use for fun, comic cons, filming,
0: whatever I want to do, pretty much. So wait, so what are your jobs? Like, Like lay them out. So I work a day job at Google and oh I'm, shit you got
2: google money i see <laughs> there you go for any single ladies that are listening i have google money no, yeah, just but you kidding. have I'm no kidding. time to hang out with them so why know, are right? you like <laughs> <laughs> um so i work at google and at night i work
0: at a muay thai gym what oh yeah. nice that's awesome yeah you told me that i think when we met that you like were worked at a, a gym the, the gym that you trained at you that you worked at it that's pretty cool oh, uh,
2: correct yeah that was probably my first year working there too oh nice yeah that was wow, before man. the google money <laughs> oh,
0: that was before the google money oh interesting yeah. so what do you do at google is it a film related job or absolutely what are you doing not i <laughs> i test uh I do. I
2: work for Street View, so I test maps. I do a lot of mapping. I do a lot of, um, yeah, pretty much just testing. Will you, I go in, try to collect data, and kind of see how it reflects on the. Um, I don't know if you ever seen those cars that do mapping. They have like the big yeah. camera on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would carry that thing on my back or whatever, and try to see, you know, try to get it to work, and then before we put it on the cars, before they
0: transfer it to other states and whatever. So yeah, a lot of mapping. Wow. Wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then um, we, we kind of skip this part, but just give us a, a really quick bio on who you are, on your background and like your filmmaking, whatever else you want to say about yourself. Just like, you know, in a minute or so, just lay it all out for us.
2: Sure. So, you know, you hear those stories about those um, directors that when they were kids like Spielberg, they would go out and shoot with their like Super 8 cameras and things like that. I was not that at all. <laughs> I was just another neighborhood kid breaking windows, getting into fights, doing all that kind of crazy stuff. And then um, somewhere around high school, I kind of calmed down and uh, I started um, watching movies. I I would skip football practice every Friday (laughs) to uh, go watch a new movie. So I remember like during this time, like Underworld came out, like all these things back then. And then uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico came out and that movie just blew my mind. And from then on, I was like watching all Rodriguez movies, all Tarantino. I didn't even know who these guys were, but I was kind of I was learning about film. You know, I was learning about different things all the way up. And then sometime after I graduated high school, I took two years of acting school. And then from there, I went to film school in San Francisco for about four years before graduating. And I just. been doing i've been doing features since and um
0: what school did you go to yeah
2: the art institute in san
0: francisco oh nice cool yeah so wait when did you when did you graduate was that in 2012 or 2011 or something or
2: 2014
0: oh wow so you made your first feature while you were in school
2: yes it was my senior project it was my senior project and they did not want me to do that at all.
0: <laughs> of course not. They wanted no. you to make a short film or something, right? Yes. Everyone was
2: <laughs> the requirement was everyone's supposed to do a short film. But I had been shooting short films when I was in school, right? You know, I just I just kept doing it and doing short I must have made like 40 short films when I was in school. 40
0: short films? Yeah, Holy whether shit. they
2: were documentaries or narrative, whatever, I just I just went and did it. And um So when time came to do my senior project, I wasn't just going to do another short film. I had already done a bunch. And so I went and tried to do a feature and I successfully did it. And, um, Amazing. they gave they gave me a d <laughs> oh wow what? that's hilarious yeah. <laughs> they're,
0: fired. they're like this I'm is a feature them. not a short <laughs> you have a d <laughs>
2: exactly they were not happy at all <laughs> do you act
1: to get the films made like or or is all of this because you love to act like you went to acting school first so i'm i'm really curious about that
2: you know someone had asked me that um in an interview where they're like, oh, did you, you know, go to film school so you, to make your own acting jobs? Because, you know, a lot of people do that. And I was like, hell no. Excuse my language. <laughs> but um, even now, so I've done six feature films. I've only appeared in, like, half of them. Um, to me, they're completely separate vehicles, you know? <laughs> right. um, it's just um, learning how to tell a story, and I just went through different ways to do that. So for the acting... If if something comes up, you know, I'll do it and everything like that. But I try when I write stories, I really don't write with any roles with myself in mind or anything like that. Um, A lot of times if I take a role, it just kind of happens, you know.
0: Wow, that's funny. But I mean, half of them is still a lot to act in, you know, (laughs) because I've (laughs) acted in zero of my movies. And the idea of acting in one of mine, like scares the shit out of me. So I I feel like if you were in three out of six of your features, that's that's a pretty good number. (laughs) <laughs>
2: well, one of them, it was like one scene. Like, <laughs> we just needed a paramedic. Oh, and so okay. We just, yeah, we needed a paramedic. So me and my brother, we jumped in and like, you know, we yeah, had yeah, yeah. clothing and stuff. And then the second one, kind of the same thing. I only appeared in the end. And then the third one, Worth, I was actually the lead, which i don't know if i'll do again <laughs> it, was, oh, wow. it was hard it's it was really hard to direct and lead a film i don't know
0: how a lot of people that's do the it. that's the muay thai or boxing one right that you were in correct, or something? correct. Yeah. yeah yeah nice man that's awesome yeah. um i have a, i have a slew of questions but liz do you have a question you should go
1: I just I just keep on thinking about the fact that you've made 6 in the time that I've made 2 and I'm just sitting here like gobsmacked <laughs> and I'm just thinking like I think I'm a really busy person like how I can't, I can't fathom how you did this do you edit them do you shoot them like what do you outsource
2: um so let's see yes I do edit my films um i have a cinematographer though i do not i don't shoot anymore i haven't touched Well, it's a just
1: I'm, you're so lazy i just can't believe that yeah. you would yeah
2: i i haven't touched a camera in such a long time i i i just know that he is a lot better than me <laughs> at <laughs> camera work you know so there's no reason for me to do it same thing like i don't do my own sound anymore <laughs> like you know when you're first <laughs> starting call. out when you're first starting out, you do everything you know when you're in school you do everything and then eventually people will start to help you and things like that once they start seeing you're serious and things they'll gravitate towards you and um I've been lucky let's see my first film i had I had a little bit of a crew I would say we would have maybe five to ten people on set every time right That's pretty good, yeah, and we were able to shoot it and I edited it
0: and finished it, it took about a year and and how did you pay for it or did you just like everyone work for free like how, how did you get that movie made uh it was
2: kind of like i was working at best buy at the time and it was just like paycheck to paycheck like i feel it took a year but it was because i was paying for everything like during that year you know <laughs> like i it was never all at once i never i've till this day i've never had like all my budget at once you know right except right. At, except my second film my second film hunting season um, a producer came in and had the money, and you know, took
0: care of all that f- stuff for me. Wow! Yeah. Wow. Th- well, we'll get to that. So sure. was that? So that was. So wait. So okay. So you made um, your first movie, and that was you. You, you self financed it uh, with your paychecks, basically, or did you uh, do crowdfunding? Paychecks. Or I
2: did paychecks. I crowdfunded. I only got I got two thousand. I'm not going to say only because a lot of people gave me money, and I'm thankful for that. <laughs> but I got I got two thousand. <laughs> For from crowdfunding, and I think my mom gave me like four grand. I want wow. to say. Um, oh man. I don't remember the exact number. Uh, she probably does. But uh oh, of course <laughs> she is.
0: she's got it written down
2: somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, I made it for about 12 grand. So, I would oh, say man. half came wow. from out, you know, either my mom and crowd sourcing and then the rest came, yeah, from like my little best buy PJ.
0: So, you're not you can't be paying people for $12,000, right? Like they must be coming as uh, donations somewhat,
2: or like cuz it was
0: still in school,
2: right? And so it wasn't like like the crew was getting paid or anything like that. Like it was like they were getting fed. Um, we paid the sound guy because like <laughs> there's sound, they we, we just we just don't know how to do sound. Let's face it, you, you need always a, have to you pay need, sound. You need a sound professional. Yes, there's and they, very
0: few sound people are gonna do it for free. That's exactly, for sure.
2: <laughs> unless it's like another film student who's kind of in the same boat, like holding a microphone. Like I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but um, yeah, it's yeah you know so we paid the sound guy uh, my crew and cast you know a lot of them worked for free and stuff like that um uh, because again it was uh, a bay area feature and none no one in the film school had done it i don't think anybody had done it since but yeah i'm just uh gonna brush my ego a little bit but <laughs> 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 no but nice. um again you know it was like oh yeah you know he's 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 trying it he's going after a feature and so everyone kind of like shot on board everyone was um very, very helpful in that, you know, very supportive. And it was, I don't know if you guys know about it. It was a Western samurai werewolf film. (laughs) Yeah. And so
1: (laughs) it's badass.
2: So people were, once they read the script, they didn't know how I was going to do it, but they wanted to be a part of it. (laughs) And we finished it. We actually shot it and we had, Asian people speaking Japanese, <laughs> and we had people in an old west town riding horses and wearing old western clothing and doing all that's these amazing. kinds of stuff. And we had someone in a freaking hand built werewolf suit running around <laughs> biting people. And it was, um, it was an adventure. Uh, my school was probably right to try to stop me from doing it, it was very exhausting. No, that's and, not uh, true, they
1: you it was... did the right thing. <laughs> It was
2: like it was very hard, and um, it completely changed my life. And so, Where can
1: people see that?
2: Uh, the movie's called "The Last Wolf at Ezo," and it is on Amazon. It's on Vudu. It's on Tubi. It It got pretty uh, wide distribution, so it's out Wait,
1: there. I don't, and I tend to be the persistent, annoying. I, I've now decided what my role is, Alric, and it's the annoying, <laughs> persistent one. Um <laughs> right i i just am going to constantly figure out how you did this um did you market and like after each film i have a feeling we're probably going to talk about every one of your films can you tell me how much time you spent marketing and if you oversaw distribution of each of these films so did you do that for this one
2: i kind of did not so i because again it was my first film and when you're doing your first film how the hell are you going to distribute you know that's like
1: yeah, it's like you, you know don't even what know I mean? what distribution is. You don't know. Yeah, you yeah. know
2: you're gonna send it to Sundance and then make a million dollars, right? Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, let's see. I I had a friend who was you know kind of in the same boat. He, my friend Sean Cunningham, he's also a Bay Area filmmaker. He did the movie The Shop, sixty fifth, which are both out in. Well, there's two films. One is The Shop, the other one's sixty fifth. They're all both in like wide distribution and stuff like that. So he was seeking out. Distribution for the shop, and when he got his contact, he flew that contact to me. And that's the distribution company that I, yeah, took a last wolf of ezo to. It's called Maverick Entertainment. And they, once I, you know, I had to do all my contracts and do all my paperwork and everything like that, and then give them my um, deliverables, which is like, you know, your um, ProRes file, your all your, you know, your picture all, all, pretty much all your shit right excuse my language I don't know if I can swear on here but uh all your stuff we can and, swear um, right
1: Ulrich? we were allowed to swear yeah. <laughs> oh yeah swear all you
2: want and um yeah and so they they took the movie they put it out and uh you know uploaded it to platforms and things like that and um yeah but
0: wait so but on. did you make your money back from that movie can you say
2: I did not I can tell okay. you that right now okay. I did not um It didn't, um, it didn't get beyond expenses, basically. Um, that's where, you know, you learn things like that. Like, yeah, there's, there's expenses (laughs) and you have to hit a certain amount of number. Um,
1: Wait, so you made enough money to cover the, the expense of the deliverables, but you did not make more money than that. Is that correct?
2: Um, well, the, the deliverables weren't really like expensive. Like it was maybe like a hard drive that I sent to them, you know, full of all that stuff. Mm. Um. Yeah, I mean, basically, it was just, you know, just a film to get out there and everything like that. And then, um, yeah, I haven't, wow. I never made the money back on it. But it's um, in
0: distribution, and it helped
2: you get your second movie, right? It did. I mean, it did. Yeah, it helped me, you know, basically, a producer saw it, and then he, he was going... This producer was originally going to fund someone else's movie, and then I swooped it. <laughs> I oh like, hey. wow, damn! I I didn't mean to. Um, <laughs>
0: you just did it by accident.
2: <laughs> I kind of did it by accident. I I I thought I was done making films, right? Because I was like, the other one. It was really. I mean, it wasn't like really expensive, but I was just like, I was tired. You know, it takes it takes a year. You guys know it is. Films are hard. Right. It took like a year out of me. Um, I was in college. College sucked. Um, I had broken up with like my college girlfriend, and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just tired and everything like that.
1: You had a social and... life, and it it hurt you. And, so <laughs> and it that... hurt me,
2: exactly. Yes. It I could not juggle both. I could not juggle school, working, filming, and having a girlfriend. It was just too much um oh, wait, okay
1: i figured it out yeah. you're channeling all your sexual energy into these films that is how you do. pretty
2: much all
1: um, right i've i I'm, I'm a i'm a solver much. nice
2: exactly right. this, so let's all go celebrate and then we can all make our movies <laughs> yes. exactly that's kind of what you have to do i mean why do you think like quentin tarantino has feet in all this film like you know he's just getting whatever his frustration is out there but um yeah so i was just tired i, mean, I didn't know and then um my mom ended up giving me like $500, right? Much, much less than the other one. I didn't have you know money. I didn't, I didn't want to even start a film. But she was like, here, "Here's 500 dollars. Just go shoot something, whether it's a short or you know, get out of the house. Like, basically, you know, just get the hell out of here." And then so we went, I got a couple of actor friends, uh, some of my crew friends, and we went and shot um, on the court, which is a bas- oh, yeah, yeah, it's a basketball comedy. And it was just something we were kind of shooting throughout that year. And then I helped a friend shoot his senior project, which was like um, like a half hour short film. And, you know, I was keeping myself busy throughout two, four, 2014 with that. I graduated school and I started working freelance, like gigs and stuff like that. Like I didn't Wait, have a. Yeah. Feature
1: two was also during school. On the court was while you're still in school. I actually
2: started that when I was in school. I didn't finish it in school, but I did start it. <laughs> I did start it. Um it was just cuz it was just at a basketball court like a, at a park around the corner from my house and it was like you know it was very very bare bones like it was like two actors at a time me on camera my mom on sound like <laughs> it was like wow. bare bones to hell right and, but we would just shoot like every once in a while like another scene here and there and that kept up for like a year um while i was doing like freelance work like i didn't have a day job i quit best buy as soon as i got out of school because you know i was smart but (laughs) like i thought like oh i could just get freelance film work which i did i did and i was able to pay i was able to pay rent it was hard it's a hustle people know you know what i'm talking about what what role did
0: you go out as were you like a pa or no i i did everything
2: man i did everything i did pa work i did editing work i shot freaking Oh, nice ballet recitals. I, like, I did everything <laughs> you could think of. Man. Well, not everything. Either, but I did anything PG that you could think of. Um, but yeah, I did that for like a whole year. And I love I was, the way you talk about yeah.
1: years as if a year is just like an eternity <laughs> for you. It, it's
2: the, when you're... Like, it got to a point where, like, I was eating dinosaur chicken nuggets from the Dollar Tree because it was really hard to make money doing freelance. Like, it was a long year, trust me. Um, And somehow, um, you know, Ezo wasn't even... Last Wolf Ezo wasn't even out yet, right? I was just getting my deliverables and everything like that to the distribution company. So... Pretty much all I had was a film that was nowhere and on the court, which I was shooting, which was kind of, you know what I mean? It wasn't done. It wasn't even anything yet. And I, yeah, I was, I thought, you know what I mean? I didn't know what to think about my film career. And then girlfriend number two comes around <laughs> and hanging out with her and everything like that. I start, you know, I started to tell her my ideas and bouncing things off and everything like that. And I started getting creative again. And I was still, I was wrapping up on the court around that time as well. And then she took off. But like a week later, I was, you know, I was like, okay, well, you know, she's not around anymore. So I probably, you know, I got to delve myself into making movies again and trying to figure out what I'm going to do. Yet and again, my
1: theory is correct. It's just yet again. second point <laughs> right. for me. Yet
2: again, Um and so what i did was i i put together a plan and i sent it to that producer who you know who reached out to me after ezo you know he's just you know just talking and stuff like that and so i just sent him almost like hey what do you think of this because i'm thinking about you know getting back into the game and he's like you know he saw it and this was you know the pitch i had for hunting season he saw it and everything like that and then you know he called me he's like hey you really can do this type of film, and I was like, "Yeah, I can do this." You know, my friend, you know, has the ranch, you know, where I shot Ezo. It's like acres and acres of hills, and he has like you know his little dune buggy and you know everything like that. And um, for people who don't know, the story is basically rich people hunting poor people, or whatever you know, rich people hunting people. And so, <laughs> nice. like that was just that was just the idea I had. And then, so you know, wait, I that movie's don't... coming
1: out this year. There's a movie that's exactly that plot line.
2: It's exactly that plot line of yeah. a film I did four years ago. Yeah,
0: it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, right. And, right. and your movie's out, right?
2: Yeah, my movie's already out. So you can that's imagine so how I felt seeing that trailer in the theater. I was like,
0: Huh <laughs> Wait, huh. I did this already, guys. Come I on. I did
2: this already.
0: <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> exactly,
2: right? Uh, give me oh, a call. Funny. Like, come on, Bloomhouse. But um That's funny. Yeah, and so you know, he asked me if I could do it and I was like, Yeah, you know, but I didn't know, you know what I mean. It was, it, it was, I was very weary to work with the guy, you know what I mean, because he was like, "Oh, I can get money, whatever," and And I was just like, "Uh, you know, you know what I mean," because you hear stories. But um, what really fooled me is he had Tom Sizemore call me, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm on board. If you were, you know, you're down to do this film and everything," and I was like, "Oh, wow, yeah." <laughs> and I was, and right there, you know, that was yes. So within like two weeks, I wrote the script, and a week later, we were shooting. And and what was the budget for that? Like, you know what? I don't know. He never told me. Oh, <laughs> so, really? oh that's funny. <laughs> It was bare bones as hell. I can tell you that much. It was probably the that's same so as funny. Ezo. But um, oh wow, yeah, yeah. I I, I, I personally don't know because I never saw any of that money. I'm going to tell you that right up front now. I
0: mean, how how much did you get paid? Did you get yeah. paid at all? I didn't get paid guy?
2: at all. Oh, shit. You didn't. No, get no, no. Price? I got paid. Wow. I, I didn't get paid. I was supposed to get paid. But I'm letting wow. people know I never got paid on that film. Um, what,
0: what were you supposed to have gotten paid? Like, what was your rate supposed to be?
2: It was supposed to be, like, 20% of, like, grosses, right? But I never saw oh. any of that. Oh, I never right. saw any of that. Like, Sizemore never saw any of that. Like, he, you know, we worked together again on a different film. But then, like, you know, he was telling me, like, oh, yeah, the producer, like, uh, the producer was – bad <laughs> i'm just gonna let you guys know that's why i'm not naming him he's just a producer Oh, name him <laughs> no um and when you
1: name him also name the distributor so we can just constantly call <laughs> right. crappy people out
2: right no the, so the producer is a bad person his name is tony white he will rob you um he's robbed watch out before. for
0: tony white yes. he will rob you
2: <laughs> he will rob you But he did give me, you know, the contact information for Sizemore, for Clifton Powell, Eric Roberts, and stuff like that. there you go. Wow. So I did take that information and use that to do another one of my films, you know what I mean? Wait, and was this their
0: direct contact or was this their agent contact information?
2: uh no just from them just from working with them on set you know what i mean we oh, just we just you exchanged just stuff. Oh, you know yeah, so yeah, yeah, once yeah. once they were on set you know you're just like oh here let me take your cell phone number there you it's go like, yeah, uh, yeah yeah so oh, once, that's cool yeah yeah so I, at least i got that <laughs> at least i got that out of it. i got another film out of it it didn't have to nice. come I was happy because it didn't have to come out of my pocket, but the money also didn't have to come out of my mom's pocket. So I did not want to take money from my mom for projects anymore, you know? And so, Well, <laughs> that,
0: that's, I mean, you know, that's very yeah. sweet with a mom, but it's also better than I think, definitely I can say. Like, I've never had anyone pay for anything that I've done before. Exactly. So yeah. that's pretty amazing, man. Kudos. Where can
1: people see that movie?
0: Hunting season?
1: Um, They can
2: wherever if you want to pirate it i don't care but like no no, but no it is free on tubi it is free on amazon uh voodoo it's pretty much everywhere um but and it was that film actually when the dvds came out that was the first time we had saw our dvds in walmart so oh nice all like it when it came out You know, because, like, it came out in Walmart, it had Eric Roberts, Clifton Powell, Tom Sizemore on the cover, and all that stuff, and it just blew up in the Bay Area, like, as far as, like, the Bay Area actors and filmmaker scene, everything like that, because I don't think it happened to, it, at least it hasn't happened in a long time, where, you know what I mean? Like, people who you know, you know, you see at Mixers or whatever, you know, and it's like, oh, yeah, they're in stores, and everyone was, like, excited, and I must have had, like... 200 friend requests by the end of that day it was crazy <laughs> it was nice. crazy nuts man that's i fun, I, man. I was like i'm like i don't know who you people are and they're like oh you know put me in your movies put me in
0: your movies i'm like
2: oh, that's I, had, I had to turn off my social media for like a good year
0: after that wow yeah okay so i kind of want to speed it up a little bit sure here. sure sure um, so that was your th- third film right or second film somewhere in between because on
2: the court finished right around the same time but I didn't finish editing it till after hunting season and then getting distribution for it and kind of the same thing I went to Maverick and they they got it you know they got it into Walmart they got it into rental stores which I didn't know still existed but I oh, saw them wow. in Nebraska, and I lived my dream of seeing it in <laughs> rental stores. And it got into Hulu. It got everywhere. Oh, this wow. little this little project that started with five hundred dollars from my mom got onto Hulu. Like it was crazy. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. So.
0: And uh, and at this point, with those uh, three features, yeah. Uh, so three
2: features, three years. That's how I did it, Liz. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amazing. It just and and uh, did any of them get you a return on the investment? or any like money back from any of those films? No, nah, well, hunting season—you know the story on that. Maybe. Oh right, 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 <laughs> right. That that one doesn't count. So, but on the court, not not yet, I guess. On the court, not
2: yet. So that just released okay. a year ago. We've gotten. Nice. We're like almost out of the red. I want to say like That's nice. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully another uh, another year subscription on Hulu, whatever will put us out. But um,
0: yeah. So it you did got too you bad. got. Three more films you've made since then. And did Correct. you direct all these? Or are Yes, these... I did
2: direct all these. Oh, wow, um, damn.
0: But then haven't you produced movies, too, that you didn't direct as well? Or... I have,
2: yes. So wow. I did do the one that I was mentioning um, during On the Court. A friend of mine, he did his half-hour senior film. I produced that. And then I produced another film called Look Into the Fire. Uh, the director is a good friend of mine. His name is Tim Morrill. And we went to school together, and he's helped me on all my projects. And uh, he had this script, and I helped produce it. It was his first feature film. I helped him produce nice. it. Um, actress Jackie Dallas produced
0: it. And oh, nice! Shout out to Jackie, previous guest of the show. Yes. Yeah, sure. And uh, Tim gives me a lot of love on social media, so shout out to Tim. Although yeah, I've yeah, that met name is him. familiar. Yeah, but, he's, he's, uh, yeah, he's been
2: around. See, he makes his rounds. He's a very friendly guy. He likes to meet filmmakers and do all that. And um, yeah, his feature, his we we, we shot it. Um, right after my fifth feature film, The Pining. We, so we went we, – we did that and then we went to do his film like right after – it was like less than a month after. And so we shot that oh, film wow. and um, he got it wrapped up and, you know, we helped him. Oh, man, those editing sessions. We sat, <laughs> we sat in the editor's pretty much office for like days on end trying to get that, wow. that picture together. And right now it's in sound editing, so hopefully – Actually, I'm going to give him a deadline. I'm going to try to get that thing out by January.
0: (laughs) So then your fourth one, is that Worth, the the boxing one?
2: Yes, Worth. Worth is my fourth one. Um, I did that after I, again, finished hunting season, finished on the court. And I was working at the Muay Thai gym. Well, no, I actually wasn't working at the Muay Thai gym. I'm sorry. I lied. Um, I was just training there. And I kinda of wrote the story oh, nice. and I asked the owner if I could uh shoot at his gym and he said yes. And so I wrote the script, um, saved some money and then me and my mom, we both cashed our uh we cashed our four oh one Ks and that's oh, where we dang. got our budget for that. <laughs> Man, your mom is so sweet. Yeah, I you love know. your
1: mom. <laughs> yeah, that's so we amazing. cashed our
2: four oh one Ks and we shot worth um yeah and that that was hard. I basically trained for like a year. I was dieting I was like doing everything I could to like play a fighter and it was um it was very an emotional story um you know, it was a, it was a romance, list. another point for you. It was like, <laughs> you know, I try to... I you're base, exercising
1: these these base instincts into your yes, film. Yes, I was, Is that you know, saying? basically,
2: basically I used like all these romance stories I had from my past, you know, like that, when I built the uh, female character with that. And then also a friend of mine, Jose, he's a professional fighter. So I used his stories and I even used his stories with some of his girlfriends. And like, I kind of built this romance fighter film and, um, you know, we shot it. Like again for like a year. Um, you know, uh one of the contacts I made, Miguel Nunes Jr., who's famous for Return of the Living Dead, famous for Whoa, Joanna nice. Man, famous for a whole Street Fighter, a bunch of films.
0: I love Return of the Living Dead,
2: that's a yes. great movie. And oh, uh, me too, actually. We got we got oh, him nice. we got him back and then he hooked me up, you know, with Tony Todd and
0: Clifton Powell. Oh, wow. I got that name
1: too. Candyman. Tony
0: Todd, man. Tony Candyman. Todd <laughs> I'm I'm actually helping a friend produce a feature, and we we want to reach out to Tony Todd for it, but I don't know if he's too busy or no. Talk to to he's do not. It.
1: He was just in Scream <laughs> at like the, oh, yeah? the really bad like season of Scream, and he like oh, he really? needs it. He needs you.
2: <laughs> okay, cool. He's uh he's a good friend of mine, Liz. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. So he's a good friend. Sorry, of mine. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> um, but remember, he's also Candyman, so you know what I mean. Yeah. He's taking calls from Jordan Peele now, and. Uh,
0: is he going to be in the new Candyman movie? I cannot is... disclose any information oh, about the new Candyman movie. Oh, damn. There you go. Um, okay, so he's definitely in it. But for he, sure.
2: <laughs> I cannot disclose. I do not. I cannot disclose okay. any information about Candyman or Tony Todd's future. But um, he is going to be at Sinister Creature Con in Sacramento in October. So I would suggest going and meeting him and talking to him because he's a friendly, very friendly guy oh yeah and um yeah, but he to. he came out and helped us on this film because again it was a love story it was a fighter story it was dramatic and funny nice and he it was a branch out of horror and i gave him you know something fun to do and uh we've been friends ever since and um nice. so you know we shot well the he, film.
0: He, he's gonna like this role that i got for him so <laughs> it's yeah. it's, a, it's a it's a nice fun juicy one um yeah
2: yeah so we shot the film i Took me about a year. It took me about a year to edit it and get sound and get everything ready for it. And then we did the uh, the festival route, which I hadn't done before. But seeing as I was making the drama, I you know I was like, okay, you know this is perfect for festivals. And so we did a few festivals. We won some awards. Uh, I know we won like um, from the Melbourne Film Festival. We won like Best Picture, and we we, oh, won a nice. few. we won we won a few, and we you know lost a few. It's okay, you know. <laughs> right, of course. But um, at this point. I wanted to, I, I, I had been studying a lot, you know, I, I was working a travel job. That's when I started Google and it was a lot of traveling, you know, mapping and when on my travels and driving, I would listen to podcasts of like, f- you know, independent filmmakers and learning all these things. And I learned um, self-distribution, you know, you can go through aggregators, you know, they can go all doing all these different things. And I'm so, smiling right now.
1: Yeah, and That's so my topic.
2: <laughs> Liz loves that stuff. Well, you're going to love this next section for sure. And so, <laughs> you know, they 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 started um Amazon Video Direct and all these things. I started helping out filmmakers and so what I did was I, I'm like, okay, well once I finished um, once I finished uh, the film festival route, I'm going to just do self-distribution. And you know, Maverick, of course, contacted me. You know, they wanted to distribute it. They wanted to, you know, they were offering a minimum guarantee. You know, all these things, and you know, which is really, you know, it's hard to get these days. They were really friendly about it, and you Know everything like that, but I had to tell them, I'm like, you know, this was a really emotional movie for me, you know what I mean. I had to deal with my ex girlfriends, Liz. Oh my gosh, but um, <laughs> yes. give me more, more <laughs> you know, of that. I'm like, you know, my mom gave me money for it, and I want to, you know what I mean. It was a very personal film, and so what I did was, I you know, I straight up told them, I was like, it was going to be personal, I want to do, do self distribution just so I can own it, and it's just going to be pretty much all mine, and that's exactly what I did. So I went through Distriber and like doing like four months of payments to try to get on platforms. I did um, the Amazon video direct where I could just upload it myself. Um, Filmmakers can do that. You can upload your feature films or short films straight to Amazon and start collecting right away. And um, yeah. And another thing that I did was I started, you know, I started watching a lot of independent films, but I started to study them and I started to learn distribution companies kind of around that level. You know what I mean? that are around the, like, anywhere from, like, 50000 to, like, a million dollar budget or whatever. I started to learn from them and things like that. And I started to go on their IMDB. And what I noticed was um, their publicity and their, like, public relations and things like that. And I found this company. And I reached out to them to hire them to do my marketing so I can do podcasts and things like that and just control all that and my interviews and whatever. And I was able to do my own marketing campaign for worth and I was able to get on platforms. I got onto voodoo, I got onto Tubi, iTunes, and everything like that on my own. Um, through again, through an That's aggregator. Awesome, man. And so I'm able to see all of the money and everything like that, all the views and all the purchases and everything. And just, it's the nice. data alone is like invaluable because now I have something that I can take, to investors or anything like that or um product placement people you know what i mean like if i want to do a film like hey look i had a half a million views on amazon for work so if you you know pay this much to have your t-shirt in my movie it's good marketing and just is that
1: true did you get half a million
2: half a million views uh, half a million minutes viewed <laughs> Um, so we did hit that mark back in like February. So I have no idea where it is now. I don't really check on it too much, but uh, I should, but we did, we, we did hit certain levels that I'm really happy with. And so, um, yeah, so we, we hit, we're probably at a million minutes by now. I should probably get on that. And so, um, but yeah, we, once, once I started hitting those marks, you know, I started to put together a plan and things like that. And I'll use it, you know, again, to look for either product placement or, you know, type of investors or whatever to try to do
0: more films so two questions one sure uh worth was your biggest budget movie then right correct nice and then how how much have you made back towards that yes. like can you yes. say uh i could say like we
2: not as much as you think we like 30
0: percent like, of the budget 50 percent
2: no. of the budget like, i would say like 10 to 15 percent we, Wait, what was the budget again? It was like I want to say around thirty to forty grand. Okay, wow. yeah. So it was around yeah. thirty to forty grand, and we we didn't launch out of distributor till the end of March. Mm-hmm. So it's only been out oh of this year. Of, wow, of this year. Yeah, so
0: it's only been out for like two quarters. And then um, did you do, for Amazon, did you do the Prime option or did you do the – Yeah, prime? I just did the Prime option. Oh, see. It's interesting. We just had a filmmaker on recently, Kevin O'Brien, who mm-hmm. made a movie, and he did the VOD option. And yeah. he said, like, Liz, what did he say he like, got 12K in like, two, like a month or something?
1: Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, uh, but, you, right, the argument is that he specifically didn't want to cannibalize – his transactional sales by going on right. Prime first,
0: right? Well, he well he, he put himself high. Like he didn't just put himself at two ninety nine. He put himself at the same price that like Avengers is at. He, he right went for five ninety nine <laughs> for his unknown movie because he felt I, he had
1: a niche audience.
0: And I rented it.
1: Well, there you go.
0: <laughs> Even though he could have given me a link, I was like, I oh, want I want to support this guy. But I mean, you know, I think it's pretty strong that like, you know, you can make even if it was half that amount, like even if it was only 6,000 that he got in his first month. And and he told him, he said that like after the first month, like it was nowhere near the same the next month after that. But like, that's a pretty big like vote to go for the video on demand option for Amazon and not just do prime. Because I think prime, you might get eyeballs, but you're just not going to get any money, you
2: know? Right. And then what, honestly, it just depends on the film. Um, like what kind of film did he do?
0: I didn't. Even... It, it, it was like a, um, it's an indie drama about um, it's like this religious LGBTQ movie, but it's really weird because the LGBTQ community didn't really support it as much as he <laughs> hoped because it's from the perspective of the religious institution. Right, um, right. So it's very kind of a different movie, which I kind of thought made it really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he didn't re- like when he was raising money, like he didn't really get support from the churches because. They weren't like into this, you know, LGBTQ thing so much. And then the LGBTQ community didn't really embrace him because they're like, oh, you're on the other side. (laughs) (laughs) So it was kind of caught in the middle, but it was a really cool movie. And um, I think it's been doing pretty well. Played a lot of film festivals. So, you know, shout out to Kevin. He's a listener too.
2: For sure, for sure. Like it really really does depend on your audience. Um, We did, I started Worth, and it made. It didn't it did it did okay on transactional and I ended up doing Prime afterwards. Um
0: it just Oh, so you didn't just do Prime first, you did the transactional. I didn't do prime okay. first. I just okay.
2: tra- like it but I only did transactional for like again, like a month. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? Like I went from like August to September, you know, it did like a month
1: because it was just it was right. just like
2: you know what I mean? Like it was like there, but then it wasn't That's
1: not too short. That's not yeah. that bad
2: and it was like um it was one of those things too cuz like you know who the hell am I you know what i mean why are people going to watch my film people don't know what white right. is and like um i didn't i didn't know basically what to do because again i didn't know if you know what i mean if i was going to pass qc on distriber or you know everything right, like that right. it's really it's really hard to sell like Especially like a romance drama, you know. <laughs> it's yeah. It's like, oh, crap. You know what I mean? How well, do I sell
0: this to people? <laughs> at, were, were there any action sequences in your film, or is it more like. Just a couple. Just a few. A couple. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I feel like the, the genre stuff really helps, you know. Like, whatever. If you can lean into a genre, I think it'll sell better. Genre, definitely. You know? um, definitely. I mean, they, t- they, they, they do teach you that, too. Like,
2: there's different genres, you know, horror movies, um. 12-year-old girls with their horses, Christmas puppies, like all these (laughs) things. You're going to make so much money on it. Like, easy. Christmas (laughs) puppies. Right? Oh, my gosh. Like, honestly, I I made a big mistake um, because I was a decent human being. And um, I rescued a litter of kittens. I have six cats right now, right? And so I rescued them. But I never exploited Aww. them. Like I should have done Christmas kittens. <laughs> if I would have done Christmas kittens, I would have been a millionaire by now.
1: Well, like, I mean, wow. you have like uh, an hour tonight. Why don't you make like five more features on yeah, Christmas kittens? Right? Seriously,
0: <laughs> I know. huh?
2: All I need to do is buy wrapping paper, get a couple of voiceovers. Like, Wait, I'm, I'm there. but can we You're go done. back
1: to marketing worth? Because like sure. you told us this wonderful story about the preparation you did, the autobiographical elements, like the heart that goes into this film, mm-hmm. and you keep kind of saying that it's like this romantic drama but really it's like this personal film and i think that's the marketing is like you telling the story of like the fitness regimen that you underwent and like the method acting and the like <laughs> like that's what's fascinating to me about what you're saying like that that'll get the rentals and you
2: know what i did you know tell that story um and I, you know, I did, you know, the whole marketing campaign, you know, I was doing the interviews and I would tell that story and I would tell that story at the film festivals and the conventions and things like that. And I think that's where we, you know, we did pick up after that. We did like our, yeah, you know, our, our sales, you know, that's where we get, you know, like half a million views and things like that. That's where we hit it was right around that time. Um, and Tony Todd, you know, was doing the marketing too. He was doing interviews and he was really supportive, him and Miguel. And it was just it was a great time and like you know i i'm excited to see i don't that's the thing is like i don't know because this was all in april may like june right so that's second quarter i don't see second quarter for another like 90 days so when you ask me like oh how much does it make like i don't know yet like (laughs) i only have like the first two no actually i only have the first quarter really and so right um, right right yeah yeah and we were only on amazon and then we had like like two weeks on voodoo and that was you know just a few dollars here and there but
0: here's a key question the amount that you've made back for worth is it more or less than the mg that you got offered from maverick uh
2: so far just for the first quarter it's less okay i'm just gonna let i can't tell you what maverick offered me but it it is it is less well, but, it can't be that much if you
0: if you didn't take it, because if it was like even close to your budget, you probably would have taken it. I imagine. Oh uh, well. <laughs> Here, or here's what we
2: did. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what we did. Um, I'm not gonna tell you everything that we did, but here's what we what we did. <laughs> um, so I was doing worth, and I was finishing up the pining, um, like the sound editing. I was already done with editing, but I was finishing up sound editing. And um, you know, I told Maverick everything like that. And so what they offered me was uh basically the next film. This is film number six that I shot this year. So this is how I got number six made liz Um <laughs> Well done. Yeah, so they they had you know, they're like, Okay, so worth you know, worth on we're off the table, but you know, we, we did like Ezo, we did like on the court, on the court's doing really well this year. You know, what what do you got going on next? And basically I pitched um, my film, you know, which became number six and they're like, well, let us fund it for you. And, you know, let's, let's go into a partnership and let's, let's get, let's get this movie made. And so that's exactly what I did. And this was back in November and by January I was shooting.
0: That's amazing. Wow. And, uh, and I know you probably can't say the budget, but, if in the range of budgets that you've worked on, is this more or less or the same? Less. Oh, okay. I'm okay. going to say less.
2: Um, but basically what I pitched them was, I pitched them a really simple story where, which, you know, cause I, I had done worth, which was just insane. It was really like, like 80 locations or whatever. And wow! <laughs> like I wanted, yeah, to, yeah, man. I wanted to do something, and the pining was even simpler. Like I think pining was maybe like eight locations, and I wanted to even go simpler than that. Oh, wow! And so what I did was, um, you know, like a rideshare horror movie, you know, axe wielding. Oh, nice! And so a lot, <laughs> a lot like, of it set in the car, and so basically, um, but yeah, the budget was like again, sound crew, food. Uh, cast and then we I I was working at Google already so I had already wow. started we, we pretty much had all our equipment we just ended up buying these new lights they're called Asteras I don't know if you guys know what Asteras oh are. yeah sure I completely love them I love the hell out of these lights
0: the, those are the tubes that are controllable <laughs> yes. right The LED yes tubes. so we bought yeah. two those tubes
2: we bought two tu- well actually we we now have two tubes but at the time i had one tube i bought one tube for five hundred dollars and what we did was <laughs> wow. we suction cupped it on top of the car and so it lit the car up and we were able to shoot yeah. pretty much just like that and so
0: that's A- how inside we shot the car yeah. You, yeah 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 yeah, we we did something similar for uh, a motorcycle thing I did uh, last year. We took four of them, put them around the car like Ghostbusters style, and then <laughs> when the motor- motorcycle drove near the camera car, they were lit from from the tubes. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I was like, "Fuck, nice. that's amazing!" Yeah, no, I love these <laughs> lights, man. They're they're so light
2: and easy and portable. And I was like, you know, it made filming so much easier and. um yeah, I got. Wow, I got lucky. I mean, I just, I mean, I guess that's also advice I have. For, I mean, if you could do something really simple, you know, and just doesn't <laughs> take a lot. I mean, if you could shoot in a car and like anything yeah. where you can just cut budgets and locations, like you go for it. You do it, man. Like, wow. as, you know, especially after the past projects. You know, we were shooting in Muay Thai gyms. We were building boxing rings. Wow. Um, for Tim's film looking to the fire we shot on Stanford like i mean it was we we we've done some uh, some heavy duty stuff so just doing this one which you know small cast and crew and just it was it was so much fun man
1: So uh, you're a magician right like that's the fact <laughs> um so what i'm trying to think of is what can you say from your perspective that can kind of empathize with that first time filmmaker, or the filmmaker who hasn't made her first feature, or you know, hasn't made her fourth feature, or whatever it is, what can you say to kind of like buoy their spirits and remind them that they can fucking do it? I'd love to hear that. They
2: can't. I mean, let's see, let's, what's, what's, what can I say? Um, It's it's not impossible, right? I mean once you got even if so you want to do your first feature again Try to do something simple (laughs) try to do something simple where you have access to Um, You know try to shoot as cheap as possible I mean, it's nice to have a nice fancy camera um, But if you have to shoot on your cell phone then just shoot on your cell phone like who cares like honestly, like I said uh, on the court started out with five hundred dollars that's it. I mean, you know, that's not like, oh my gosh, you know, that's so much money or it's not a little bit of money. I mean, $500 is $500, right? That could be rent for somebody. But at the same time, we got onto Hulu, we got into Walmart, you know, it got out there. It got pretty far just from the idea, you know. A lot of the times it just it's just about the
0: idea, the story and a really really good poster. <laughs> yeah, but and it, and that movie like helped you get your sixth movie basically, you it, know. It really um, did. If I think if it wasn't successful for Maverick, they wouldn't have
2: maybe offered me, you know, what I mean, this partnership that we did for this latest film and hopefully more films, you know, um after that. And so we it really it just it's honestly just one scene at a time. If you can get if you know how to shoot one scene, you know how to shoot two scenes, you know how to shoot three scenes, you know how to shoot four scenes. You just do one at a time and you're able to get it done. Even if it takes, you know, what I mean, every weekend for all of 2020 or 20, you know, whatever. You know, as as long as you have a plan. I mean, yeah. So so is it.
0: that is that how you make most of your movies or you just shoot them on the weekends or like like pieces here pieces there like do you ever do like 20 days in a row or 15 days in a row and just shoot one out oh
2: that's how we did tim's film look into the fire um that's how we planned to do a lot of films (laughs) a lot of times you know we shot so we shot worth for two weeks straight but then you know you get as much as you can and then you realize you you need more and um you you end up shooting more and same thing with the pining we shot for two weeks straight and then we realized that we needed more um, the same one same thing with this one we shot we shot on the weekends mostly um, here and there and then we got yeah it we it just sometimes it just takes a long time but with looking to the fire we were able to get everything done within a couple of weeks
0: wow mm-hmm. nice yeah. um so here's my question for you sure like after six films and they're all kind of you know I don't know. They're they're varying in budgets, but like let's say they're all either around fifty k or under fifty k. Let's mm-hmm. say. Um, do you see this as like a sustainable model that you could do forever, or do you feel like eventually you're going to have to jump to higher budgets? Eventually, I'm going to have to jump to higher budgets. <laughs> Easy, um, especially
2: now. I mean, <laughs> it gets to a point where. I liked, I liked, I really liked doing the film that I did this year. You know, was, you know on a smaller budget and everything like that. We did get Miguel back, but um, I I do meet a lot of people at conventions, and I do meet a lot of friends of friends. And by friends of friends, I mean like Tony Todd introduces me to people at conventions. <laughs> you know, like um, I'm gonna name drop some people like uh, Virginia Madsen or like. Lance Henriksen or Robert Englund, you know, things like that.
0: Oh, just some of the most amazing actors ever. No big deal. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, because they're all friends and things. And, you know, like I'm
2: standing there talking to him and he's like, oh, I want you to meet this young director. We worked on the project and everything like that. And, you know, oh, you know, if you ever have anything, you know, let me know, or, you know, things like, you know, maybe they're just being kind and everything like that. Sometimes they're not. I've actually worked with people like that through some stuff, but um, it's, it's getting to a point where... I, I would like to do bigger stuff. And I think that's why I'm kind of in that mode where I'm collecting data and things like that to kind of um, reach out to, yeah, product placement companies and
0: things like that to try to get bigger budgets. Nice, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Liz, do you have a question?
1: Well, yeah, have a question. It's more like um, an idea, and it's that. If you're single, I have single friends and I need you to slow down so I can catch up. So like, I'm going to set you up with some people is what I think I'm going to do.
2: <laughs> there goes my career, right? No, oh, so funny. Right? I mean, Liz, I'm sorry, but um we are actually scheduled for an October shoot, so <laughs> number 7 is starting soon. Oh
1: my gosh. Um,
0: <laughs> we just I just Wow. I get I don't know. I, we and, and how, how do you do it for with your work? Like, how are you able to take off two weeks? Like, you know, cause you did one earlier this year, right? So, how did you get two two weeks off twice to go make a movie? Oh, they don't care. <laughs>
2: oh, really? Oh, wow! They, no, Amazing. No. They barely notice you, that I'm you, there. You, but um... you have the best job ever.
1: Yeah, new <laughs> idea. I'm coming to Google. Like that's right. the new idea. Um...
2: <laughs> And I'm not an engineer. I don't make, like, Google, Google money. (laughs) I just, I make enough to pay my rent. And then, I mean, and then, again, the second job helps me, you know, buy equipment or buy food or, you know, things like that for set. And um, now that we're starting to get some stuff in for worth, that helps also with uh, filming and uh, paying business taxes on filming. Trust me, that is a thing, and it sucks. (laughs) But um, basically, yeah, we're just... um, we're skinning along, um I'm happy and
0: uh well, yeah, well here, exactly. tell us about yeah. your seventh movie. So how did this one come about? did you is this a self-funded thing or another collaboration with Maverick or like how how are you getting this next one made?
2: Well, basically, you know, I did number six, which number six is a horror film, you know, the axe-wielding Uber driver thing. And so basically when I did that, I wrote part two, and now we're going to be shooting part two. (laughs) Uh,
0: But but back by Maverick, right? Got to be.
2: Yes, I'm going to take it to Maverick. Maverick does not currently (laughs) know. They're still waiting on number one. Cause oh, I just wow. wrapped number one, and so amazing. <laughs> the mu- music's working on number one. I edit it, and then we got to do the sound editing on it and everything like that. The thing about post is, post is post. You know, um, your sound editor is working, your music guy is working, your editor is working. Which you know, I'm the editor, so I'm working on it. But my cinematographer he's still buying lenses he's still like hey man you want to shoot like i just got this new toy like i want to use i just got this new slider i just got this new roan. like he wants to shoot (laughs) um the actors they want to shoot like people will hit me up like hey man what do you got going on this weekend let's do something and so it it i i kind of get bullied into filming that's kind of what happens liz it's not my fault i am a bullied person (laughs) (laughs) and so
1: yeah you just make I, it seem so easy like that you're the antithesis to this podcast name right now
2: yeah so what 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 i need to do is i need to find other writer directors to unload my people on so like here leave me alone let me <laughs> let me take someone on a dinner date please <laughs>
0: Oh, that's so funny and and are you working with the same team that you worked with on the first one or are you working new collaborators or how's that going
2: Uh, well so my cinematographer i've been working with since pretty much i want to say my second big short film um we we work on and off he's worked he did i want to say about 20 minutes of the last wolf of ezo he did about 20 minutes of on the court and then he did some of the lighting on hunting season but worth pining and this new one um number six uh, i'm calling it well it's called dead right i think i can say that but um he those those are all him he shot those films and so we is just that, um, is that
0: uh benjamin dennis
2: correct that is him
0: nice shout yeah. out to ben he's worked on a couple of projects with me yeah great guy great guy really he's awesome. always
2: he's always working um he does. A lot he never
0: of... told me that he directed <laughs> he, that he shot all these features though. Like when I worked in last, he was like ACing for me or something. Yeah, he does so a lot of like, oh, AC work.
2: You know, he does a lot of commercial <laughs> tech videos, a lot of Bay Area stuff. Uh, you know, yeah, he man. he's more part of the community than I am. But and then you know, on the film side, people know him from my films. They're like, oh yeah, you know, Ben yeah. shot this. So, you know, he does. He gets to he gets pretty much to own the set. You know what I mean? I I give him a lot yeah, of freedom. Yeah. Um, you know whether he's wants to shoot something the way he wants to, or, you know, even if he has advice for the actors, he'll talk to them. Like me and him, we work really, really well together. And, uh, my sound guy, John Gansman, he, he's a freaking genius, man. He is like, I'm, I'm very blessed to have both those guys and, uh, just nice. They love to work too. You know what I mean? Like they, they really love this stuff and, um, I think that's, that's probably why I keep doing it. It's just so I can hang out with those guys, you know?
0: Wow. Well, I mean, just to put a little perspective, uh, for everyone who's listening to this podcast, um, like, you know, Eduardo, you've made six movies since 2013. I have been working on the same movie since, uh, 2014, I guess. it's when I first started working on the alternate. And, uh, it's just about to be shot in October. So we're shooting the end of October. But it's Yay! taken me this long, thanks, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> but it's taken me this long just to like get ready to shoot, you know. And I've raised money, I've got like investors, I've got a team together. I'm like doing my crowdfunding campaign that's gonna launch. Uh, might have launched already by the time this is out. If it has, please go support it. Um, but uh, you know, it's just like it's been such a long road of development for me, and I probably could have done things more your way and just gone <laughs> out and made features. I just never really thought to do that. I guess like I always just was like, no, you got to get the money, you got to get the team, you got to get the producers, you got to get all the things together, and then you got to go make the movie for as much money as you can and make it as best as it possibly can be, which maybe isn't the right way to do it. Well, I mean, the most important thing
2: you can do is just have fun on it. Um, It's movies are stressful because you never know. If you're going to make your money back, you also have to worry about people being on set. You have to worry about insurance. You don't know if someone's yeah. going to get hurt. Like, There's all these things oh, yeah. that go into it. But if at the end of the day you can have fun, that's what it's all about. Now, your film, uh, may I ask what kind of genre it is?
0: It says sci-fi thriller.
2: Yeah, see, sci-fi is hard. I haven't yet to do a sci-fi. That is, (laughs) I can understand. Like it's expensive. It can get. It can. It can be really, really difficult to do sci-fi.
0: Yeah, we gotta Um, build sets, and we gotta build, or at least partial sets on an actual location. So it's not like we have to build a whole set out of nothing. It's just we get to take existing locations and alter them. You know, to make now see.
2: I built sets for Last Wolf of Ezo. I built... Right. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you did. (laughs) I built sets, um, like, uh, because we had to shoot Japan, and I didn't have, like, indoor Japanese places, so... Wow. I built these walls and these Japanese sliding doors, and I put down tatami mats. Like, I did those, and then we built some Western sets. We had them all in my garage, and, like, some of those panels are still in there, and, like, you know, we had to make things look, like, different rooms and you know and i would just and i would mess with them all the time so i'm like all right so this room's done let me uh put in some new wallpaper let me paint it let me get some new props and i did all that for my first film and i haven't done it since <laughs> but um i might i might try to do that again i did learn a lot and i did have a <laughs> we could hear time your kitten it.
1: it's amazing we could hear yeah. the yeah. kitten.
0: very sweet <laughs> That's usually me. I usually have a cat on my lap, but they're, they're with my wife right now. But, uh, but yeah, I usually have them the cat meowing. It's, it's wonderful. I'm a huge cat fan, by the yeah. way. So. You, guys are the you
1: worst. don't like,
0: you don't like cats? Aw, oh, Liz, how dare you? <laughs> I am a dog
1: person. That is
0: who hey, I am. Dogs are cool, whatever, but cats are better. We all know well, that. Well,
2: here's the thing. I can't have a dog because I'm at work. i am at two jobs most of the time. Right, and right. And so I... You're a hustler. I get, I get homesick just leaving my cats, um... But also at the same time, funny story, Liz, um, I had two friends when I was working at Best Buy and they had both recently gotten married. And when I was doing a speech at one of my friends' wedding, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, this is great. My friend, you know, Alex got married last year and now Ben's getting married and I have six cats and so <laughs> it was. It was a good joke, but I just wanted to say that <laughs> just so you can see
0: That's that's but, amazing. Yeah, um, but this was wow, before man. six films. Now I have six films. So I you like that? Yeah, <laughs> so, soon to be seven. Yeah, oh, you yeah. need another cat in October. Right. Wow. Uh, Amazing man. Well, I think it's really inspiring, you know, that you've been able to do this, and that you just, you know, haven't taken no for an answer, and you just go out and make your films whatever way you can, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something that I've been uh, embracing, at least in the short realm. So I made two shorts this year, or I guess one in the end of November and one earlier this year. And I was just like, you know, screw it, like n- no money, no problem. Let's make a movie, you know.
2: Yeah, there you um, go. That's the but, right uh,
0: yeah, but I, I haven't done that with a feature, and I've been too kind of scared to to try that approach with a feature, and I I don't know if I ever will. Maybe, but I, I think, like, after my first one, like, I, I was sort of romanticizing this idea of, like, going and, like, making a movie for, like, $12,000 or $15,000, because there's this guy, Noam Kroll. I don't know if you guys know this guy. Yeah. No. Yeah, he was on our show, and he has a whole a podcast episode about how to make your feature for $12,000. And he breaks it down, like, with, like, you pay everybody this much money, you get your food at this place for this much money, and then you put, you know, and this is like this whole plan of how you can make your movie. And he's like, it doesn't work for all movies, but certain types of movies, you could do it, you know? My friend uh, Jerry
1: has the same thing, not as specific of the breakdown, but for $7,000. So this is like the seven-minute abs (laughs) version of how to make a movie.
0: (laughs) That's so funny. Um. So, Liz, final question, are you good?
1: I'm ready. I'm ready to outro.
0: You're ready to outro. Uh, Eduardo, any final last words for anybody out here? Anybody like who's like, "No, you can't do it. It's impossible." Anything that you want to say to those people?
2: Uh, again, if you know how to shoot one scene, you know how to shoot a film. Like you just keep doing, you know, scene by scene. It doesn't, you know, what I mean? Like it doesn't have to you don't have to win Sundance is basically what I'm saying. You just <laughs> right. got to tell a story, you know? That's it. That's that's all. Even if the story's bad, like just just do it because unless you get your own practice in and unless you start learning from your mistakes, it's just not going to happen. You just got to got
0: to do it. Nice. All right, Liz, take us out
1: well that was another episode of making movies is easy with eduardo uh thanks for listening (laughs) thanks to eduardo for being on the show um shout out to tony todd i apologize for um insulting scream the series but it's not very good but he's great
0: and i just feel
1: like it's gonna come back to me the insults to the show (laughs) um okay uh eduardo where could we find your films we already heard a little bit about where um where your films are but where can we find you
2: uh well so I have a Instagram Uncia Films U N C I A Films on then you know we post all our behind the scenes pictures posters links all that stuff but also if you just search my name on different video platforms like Vudu Amazon Tubi TV those are like the main ones um, I have some stuff on iTunes but yeah if you just search my name some of uh, my movies will pop up.
1: Maybe we could do a marathon of just all your movies.
0: Yeah, let's do it.
1: (laughs) I love that idea. Uh, Check out our website, makingmoviesishard.com, where you can find links to all the things we talked about. Uh, Send us an email if you have a question or something to yell at us about. Podcast at makingmoviesishard.com. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at podcast. Uh, I'm Liz Manischel, everywhere you can find me there. Alric.
0: I am Alric B on Twitter, Instagram, and I'm also on Facebook. And we're at... at did you already say MMIH podcast on things? I did, you probably did, but we could
1: say it like... You're supposed to say things three <laughs> times before they get burned into <laughs> someone's memory. So what did you say? MMIH podcast at? <laughs> at,
0: um... <laughs> at twitter that's on twitter facebook and instagram oh and just in case this is live when my crowdfunding is live everyone check out uh at the alternate uh film on instagram and on facebook and then we're the alternate we're alternate film one on twitter because twitter sucks and they banned alternate film so anyways check those out and then yeah um just keep your eyes open for that movie because there's gonna be a lot more information coming out very shortly
1: yeah, make Alric's dreams come true.
0: Yes, please. <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess thanks again to Eduardo for an amazing episode. And Liz, you're the best.
1: You too. <laughs> we did it. All right, it.
0: Well, we'll talk to you guys next week.